hi. And in our third uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe film, we are doing Iron Man 2. Uh, Return to Iron Man already, because it worked the first time. Why not give us the sequel right away? Yeah, they were quick to jump on that one again. Just two years later, uh, which is one of the longest gaps between movies, between this one and and Hulk. Uh, But Iron Man 2, the world is aware the billionaire inventor Tony Stark is the armored superhero, Iron Man. And under pressure from the government, the press, and the public to share his technology with the military, Tony is unwilling to divulge the secrets behind the Iron Man armor because he fears the information will slip into the wrong hands. Hands. This is once again directed by John Favreau, the director of Iron Man, the first one, written by Justin Theroux, a pretty famous writer and actor. And once again, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. We have returning to the cast Gwyneth Paltrow, and we also have Don Cheadle in this one, as well Jeez. as Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell, and Mickey Rourke, and Samuel L. Jackson, of course. Iron Man 2, what are your early thoughts, Nicole? Uh, we forgot to mention, you know, the biggest thing in Iron Man 1 is him saying, I am Iron Man at the very end. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's totally taboo for superheroes to give out their alter ego. Yeah, so, they have their secret identities. Yeah, um, that's, I was reading this article that said that was one, one of like the top movie moments in history i was like oh wow okay they're kind of holding that up a little high but um (laughs) you know it's got big uh, implications for the whole series you know it's not like uh batman the batman movies where they didn't know there was a series yet when they made that one (laughs) but it sets the precedence oh it definitely does it doesn't become a thing where they're hiding identities i mean a couple of characters kind of do but for the most part they're all well no that's why i like that's why i like this one because you know, I, that's why I like Iron Man so far. You know, it's really set itself up to have multiple movies made after it. So, um, you know, I was going in with high hopes because I was really interested in seeing what his next big feat was going to be. Um, and that just so happens to be fighting against Sam Rockwell, who is someone that we also both really like. Um, yes, as an actor, yeah. Yeah, so I was interested to see how that was going to go. Um, fucking big surprise when uh, when Rhodey comes in and he's a darker skin tone than what he was the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Darrence Howard had uh, contract negotiation issues with after the first Iron Man. So we have Don Cheadle replacing him what as Rhodey. What the fuck? And, how uh, do Don they just... They had the audacity to do this. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, this is the second person that they've changed already they just started yeah making the movies. i mean they, they once they get it down that only the only a couple minor characters really change i mean the biggest two obviously are, are yeah don cheeto replacing terrence howard and then later on we're gonna get mark ruffalo replace edward norton um there are some others that happen in the series but those are the biggest obviously well um, i mean i'll look past it for the sake of the movie because i really like this premise more than the first one this one's really cool hmm, um yeah, I like the whole setup of, you know, this other corporation isn't doing as well as Tony Stark's corporation, so let's try to one-up him, and what better way to do that than to hire some Russian dude who also made a heart hole thing. A heart hole, yes. A heart yeah. hole. <laughs> and, you know, get him in here, let's do it. And, you know, we're, we're obviously just set up for failure here, so I want to see what the failure is going to be, who's going to make the failure. Um, mm-hmm. There's an awesome way that that Pepper is more... I can't even think of how I'm trying to say it. You know, her her character is so important in this one, and... She's more active in the plot. Yeah, it's great. 
I'm so glad that he's given her this role. I thought he was joking at first when he offered it to her. I'm like, okay, but she, offered he's his serious. assistant to become yeah. CEO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but and I then love... later his lawyer to be his personal assistant. Yeah, to place her as a what? Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I love her in the role. I think that she's actually acting it really well, and I think that she's really taking it seriously, which is not something that I see Gwyneth Paltrow probably doing ever. But um. <laughs> No, I'm really pleased with her efforts in this movie, and I like the fight scenes. I think that they're really cool. I like the fact that he doesn't give two shits that he's destroying his household when he's fighting, and mm-hmm. um, you see a lot of his smartassness come out, you know, even more in this movie. So I like that attitude. I like the whole attitude of this series the you know we haven't talked about john favreau being a supporting character um is his driver happy hogan i like him a lot i think he's really funny yeah he's great (laughs) uh especially farther into the to the movie where we're getting the scene where him and and scarlett johansson are in the the break into that building and he's so (laughs) proud of himself for killing knocking out one guy guy and she's already (laughs) down 10 Uh, that's so funny but no, I like this movie a lot, and you know, I don't know if Iron Man three is going to ruin it for me, but I'm I'm living in on cloud nine with Iron Man two. I think it's really good. I loved Iron Man two when it first came out. I liked Iron Man two more than Iron Man one when it first came out. On revisit, and after seeing both a couple more times, I think Iron Man one is the superior movie. But Iron Man two is a lot of fun. We haven't talked about uh, our other villain too much yet. Ivan Vanko, played by Mickey Rourke, who is the villain Whiplash, oh, yeah. who is like the outcasted Russian. Tony Stark basically both their fathers work together and he wants like revenge against the Stark family and his his version of the Iron Man suit has these giant electrical whips that just like slice oh, cars freaking in half. Awesome. He's a hacker. He he can he builds drones out using Justin Hammer's technology, Sam Rockwell's character. Uh, and yeah, this is a movie where we introduced uh, Scarlett Johansson's Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow in the future, and uh, Nick Fury has a little bit more to do with it. This is the first of the movies where you start to kind of see the pieces lining up for the future. We get a lot of introductions to newer characters. Um, and though it's not as tight narratively as the first Iron Man, it's definitely better than Hulk, and I think this is just a lot of fun. This is a fun banter movie. You can definitely uh, look look over, you know, the things that are not as... You can't look them over in Hulk. Like, what's bad is bad, but this... Hulk's just not fun at all. Hulk's yeah. kind of a schlog. This is, this is great. The fun parts of this movie and the fact that they're giving us enough setup of what's gonna kind of go down in the next few, I'm assuming... That's all that I need in this in order to get myself on board to know that, okay, Hulk's going to be coming back with him, even though we didn't see anybody in that movie that would really lead us to that. There's got to be something. If we're starting to gather all these people, it can only imagine. So that's what I'm invested in while I'm watching this. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's a good uh, world building film. I think the Iron Man. This is one of the better ones at doing that. That's not a, an Avengers straight up movie. There's a couple others that do good that later on. Um, but Mama Kay's question for this episode, she had a couple. Uh, one of them, including about why Mickey Rourke's nails are so weird in this. But uh, <laughs> instead of answering that, we're going to do her most serious question. Did we need Mickey Rourke, or could the bad guy just have been Hammer by himself? Uh, do you have an opinion on that, Nicole? Um, that is a really good question. Um, I think that we did need him. Um, one, for backstory. We want to know... Well, first off, we need to, I guess, introduce him as a villain, as Whiplash. So we need him to kind of jump in somehow. 
And for him to have a backstory with the Stark family already and have a, a vendetta against him um, only adds fuel to the fire of him creating all these drones and trying to destroy him, him Iron Man, and his whole get up of the conference or whatever you know there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. there he can take over and and do a lot of damage and i think that justin wouldn't have been able to do that by himself because he just doesn't seem competent enough to do it um and doesn't have the the funds to do it and doesn't have the capabilities without somebody who knows how to hack and how to do these other things so i think he was he was needed yeah i i'm glad he's here and i this is a common internet question actually if if hammer should have just been the villain on his own if, if Whiplash is ancillary. I think Whiplash is too fun. I like watching him whip cars in half and I like uh, yeah. I like his play with Hammer. They they have several scenes together and I like their banter back and forth. The only problem I have with Hammer as a character is that they kind of wasted him with Sam Rockwell. I really wish Sam Rockwell was someone else in the series because they get you know, they get 150 known actors in this series to come and be big parts and I really wish they put him somewhere else and use him more to Is Sam Rockwell more do, than this? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, um, but he's not like a major player later on. Uh, but it's a shame because his character is fine, but like Sam Rockwell can be great. Like he can be zany off the wall. And while he brings more to Hammer than I think the average actor would, I fe- I, I just wish they could have saved him. You s- saved him as a different character later on in the MCU and had a more generic, regular kind of person in here. I think but, it's um, also just trying to build up just how genius and how much better tony stark is than any other competitor like he has made 15 suits already or whatever and this guy can't even make one he needs to get somebody else to come in and do it so i think they're really setting up just how much of a a monopoly he is on the world of in terms of his um assets you know it's a good setup for tony and uh we'll we'll see in the future what uh, what kind of stuff that leads him into uh but we're towards the end of our run time here would you recommend iron man 2 nicole um yeah i definitely would it's really fun um i would watch it again even on its own you know i just had a really good time watching it and does set up some questions for us yeah, Iron Man 2 is a recommend from me as well. Um, I love these first two Iron Man movies quite a bit, so it's kind of two out of three for us recommend so far in our little mini-series here. Uh, so we'll see if the momentum can be kept up with tomorrow's edition of Thor. So uh, we will see you guys tomorrow, talk at you tomorrow. Uh, thank you, Nicole, for being on. Yeah, thanks. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.